0: Hey, Justin here. Uh, you are now listening to part two of a split episode. If you haven't checked out part one yet, please go do so before entering into this episode. And if you already have, thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of this show. Yeah, so on, on episode two, I thought it picked up very well right after. Um, one of the biggest uh, fears that I had um, with the Mandalorian, I was like, Oh, please don't let this be like one of those single episodes where it was like, oh, you know, you know how like in the Clone Wars, they kind of have like stories that kind of like they have like one episode and then like the next episode, it's like not gonna, right? It's like a self contained
1: episode, just kind of yeah. like a cute yeah. little thing. Like, and then, like, yeah, yeah, I
0: was, chapter Oh, okay, okay, now I know why it's not, because uh, like it's in chapters, so I right. I guess the story's safe.
1: Right, like a like a side episode, like and again, like in Rebels sometimes you have like these side episodes where they just go on some random mm-hmm. thing, to capture yep. some bounty or some yeah, some Maler, yeah, or something like that. Um, and I heard some people even speculating about that. Oh, I don't know if this yoga character is gonna, you know, maybe it's just a maybe it's just an initial thing. I'm like, that, no, that that is like. So you, don't, you don't. You don't. You don't do that. You don't. You don't put like Baby Yoda in there and be like, "Oh, he's only going to be in the first three episodes, and then we're moving on." Like, no, especially after seeing what we saw in the second episode. Like, clearly that that character is central to the story, even if it doesn't stay in through all of, all of whatever seasons they're going to do. But, but. Um, but I thought that it, the this, the episode, the way it opened, was interesting. Mm-hmm. You have that shot of the lizard-like creature on the on the on the ground. I'm I'm just wondering if it's
0: like a nod to *Land Before Time*, like you know, like baby mm-hmm. Littlefoot, like these like little lizards and things come out, and then you see baby Yoda, and it's kind of the
1: same thing. I almost yeah. felt like there was like no. a maybe it was like it was like it's like this. There's just one of them out, right? And then mm-hmm. the man only walks by, and then the 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 Yoda character floats in, and then like the whole place comes alive with these creatures, mm. almost as if it was like a Force thing, like like somehow the Force became active, you know, and woke all these creatures up, and they were all oh, like like almost like a Lion King thing, like you know, it's like oh, like Simba or something, like. It was. I felt like that was kind of what was happening. Like you know, it was really quiet in there. There was not much activity, and then this force sensitive little baby comes in, and then all the creatures are out and all excited or whatever. Maybe, maybe not. But um, I loved the little floating action of that. That, that, That's Mm -hmm. that's a very interesting thing. But what did you think of? What did you think of the little skirmish there in that cave?
0: Uh, That that was uh, uh, the. (laughs) I did kind of fall for the jump scare, even though there was like. Yeah, something's coming. You can see the shadows uh, moving. And then you can see like off the reflection of the helmet, like
1: oh, oh I didn't see jumping that.
0: off the cliff. Yeah, okay. there, there. You like look really closely. Like you can see its shadows moving, and then like he kind of catches it, and then he kind of just looks around. Then you see like the um trying to remember the species that were
1: attacking oh, like, the trans transdoshians. The so, I think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can see the train like, go, like, it's jumping seen. across the, um, jumping above, 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 the, above the ravine.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: that I thought that was cool. I, that thought it was,
1: was, I thought it was cool that the way it just was choreographed, like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it, it was very similar in some ways to the shootout scene in the previous episode, and I felt like mm-hmm. both of those scenes were just really, like, the action sequences felt very, just really well done really well done like fast paced you could still see what was going on but it was really well done and i thought that that was a great little action sequence um and the way that he's like fighting all these guys off and still still this ability (laughs) to to like keep the yoda yoda baby safe you know while while he's fighting off all these guys was, was cool um so, and it's implied, right? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but these guys were also bounty hunters.
0: Yeah. Actually, you can see them in the first episode. Uh, they were in the same... Uh, same cantina. or Same bar. cantina oh. where uh, where the Mandalorian was uh, getting information about the job. Oh. So, you can see the some random buildings same, like...
1: with Grief Karga? He yep. That? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were in there, but they were kind of scattered yeah. about. Well, I, I guess there was that the, when the one when the one Trandoshan was approaching the Yoda character, they showed that he had a fob yep. in his belt, mm-hmm. and then when when the uh, Mandalorian shoots him, that fob falls to the ground. So these guys were also clearly after this thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Yeah, and they they it was planning to kill
0: it. So I was like, okay, maybe same thing that sent the IG unit. I don't Would know. What are your
1: thoughts? I I'm curious to hear what you think of the weaponry there and the the disintegration.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! I was I, I thought I thought it was kind of cool because we didn't see that thing fire in the first episode, and then we see it fire, and it's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, you you're,
1: you're not gonna walk away from that. <laughs> no, it it, it it makes the whole person go away, and I did not pick up on this. Until today, I was watching um, the Collider Jedi Council discussion about the second chapter, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that, like, they said, because you have that line in Empire Strikes Back where Darth Vader says to Boba Fett, no disintegrations. Disintegrations. Oh, <laughs> And I feel like that's uh-huh. what it was, right? It was a disintegration. Like, that mm-hmm. weapon vaporizes the person completely. Like, they're not dead. Not they're, just physically dead, like they're, they're gone. gone. Like they're disintegrated. And I'm pretty sure I wish I would have caught that, but apparently that was the first time we saw a disintegration on camera. Wow. <laughs> I just initially just thought it was really cool, but then I didn't mm-hmm. put that together. Like that was also a disintegration, like probably mm-hmm. a callback to to that line, which is a famous line, obviously. So what did you think of the the scene afterwards where he's trying to repair himself?
0: Uh, I thought I thought that was kind of neat, and it's uh, kind of just shows how vulnerable he is,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that um, even though he has like some of his armor made out of beskar, uh, not all of it is beskar,
1: and uh, nice, some of it's, it's just clothes. Yep, nice.
0: clothes and like whatever the armor is that's like on his chest plate is very uh,
1: yeah, it's not it's, it's not indestructible, it's not indestructible.
0: Right. So yeah. I thought that was. Thought that was kind of neat, and um, just the scene where the the Yoda just walks over and tries to, I, I feel like he was trying to heal him.
1: Yes, that's that's what I got. I out that was of that. so. The, I guess the question I had. So I, I definitely got that vibe. I think that the that the Yoda character was seeing him in pain and wanted to heal him through the Force, and he totally misinterpreted it as, oh come on, just put this baby back in a stroller, you know? It's like, oh, wow has no concept because he doesn't have any sense of who this what this being is or mm-hmm. you know, or anything about the force apparently even though he's, i'm sure he's heard of it but clearly the Yoda character was trying to heal him through the force the question i have is
0: mm-hmm. how the Yoda
1: character even know or was it just kind of like an instinctive thing that like this being was coming into force using or or was the character oh well i i'm i, I have the force i can heal that for you I don't know. Your yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, like they said, 50
0: years old. So if like, so like let's say a uh, hundred years. Okay. Well, um, like if I'm trying to like think of this
1: like in cat or dog years, right, Or right, like, right. Or, like uh, uh, a 50 year old Yoda is really just like a, like a two-year-old, two year old, two uh, two year old, two year old baby
0: or something, yeah. Baby? <laughs> so, but yeah, I. I I don't know. I mean, I I feel like it is probably um, instinctive. Um, And plus, in the Clone Wars, they did establish that
1: babies can use the Force. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that was kind of the beauty of the scene, was that everybody who's watching the scene, I think, knows that that character is trying to use the Force to heal the Mandalorian, and he's the only one that doesn't get it. mm -hmm. Like He just doesn't get it. He just thinks, God, this thing keeps getting out of the." Thing And I got to put him back. He has no concept of what we're all thinking. Oh my gosh, it is a force sensitive Yoda character. He's going to try to heal you like, oh, which I thought was a cool way. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't just introduce the force powers of that character with the scene later with the creature. I like that mm-hmm. they kind of like implied it, but you didn't get actually see it the first time. But you're like, oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But you don't see it happen, right? That first time, which I thought was really cool. Um, so the job was, I guess I think the next sequence was when he tries to go yep. back to his ship. And <laughs> <laughs> he stripped <laughs> the living daylights out of the tank. I absolutely <laughs> love... I, I I'm 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 one of those fans, like I I don't care. You can fan service me all day long. I don't care. I love that, and that scene with the sandcrawler and the Jawas, and the—I just love that. I love that bringing back that whole Jawas, mm-hmm. sandcrawler, desert planet. You know, being the you know annoying scavengers that they are, I just thought it was great. I loved seeing that. I loved that it. it was almost humorous, right? Like mm-hmm. this guy comes back, and
0: yeah, they were like throwing. They got <laughs> half his yeah. ship torn apart,
1: <laughs> and. I thought that was brilliant. I loved it, and I loved that they gave the Jawas a slightly different look.
0: Yeah, they were they were like more out out worldish Jawas. Yeah, darker, red eyes. Yeah, I thought that was that was cool. Yeah, I um, yeah.
1: loved seeing the sand crawler and more in action than we've ever seen. And in terms of them trying to get away and all that, I thought that was great. <laughs> did you catch any? Did you my my kids and I when we were watching that episode felt like that scene. Where he's trying to chase them down on the sand crawler it might have been a call out to something else. Did you get any of that?
0: Uh, if you're referring to that uh tank scene from uh yes, yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones yeah. and the last crusade, yep. yep,
1: yep, caught it. I was, I'm almost certain that mm-hmm. parts of that were inspired. I, I felt like a callback to that, especially uh, the scene where he's hanging on to the side and they're coming up against the rock and he <laughs> throws yeah. himself on. I'm like, this feels like straight out of out of uh, Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade, right? That was when it was, in The Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. That felt very much like that. Um, again, a really well-done action scene, too. I thought that sequence was really, really well done. What are your thoughts on that whole Sam crawler
0: scene? I, I was just laughing my head off the whole time. I was just like, wow. Yeah. The, these guys are really putting up a fight. Yeah. And they not managed to zap them off the sand crawler. I, so I I was like, ah, that dude that looked like it hurt. <laughs> like I really, at first I was like, oh jealous And like even if they were in real life, I probably would kick one of their binds like
1: easily. Right. right. But now looking this, they were pretty like, formidable when they're all together in their in their little <laughs> ship or whatever it is. Yeah. I loved I loved the to me there was such a mixture of like serious action in that scene like really good Mm -hmm. action and then like total slapstick like it was just funny it was like they're throwing shit at him just like chucking stuff down there and he's trying to grab him and he can't get him and then he's (laughs) getting falling and then getting back up and then like and then like on top of that like he just straight grabs him and like (laughs) chucks him down (laughs) to the ground like he he's he's not like you know like trying to preserve any of their lives at all <laughs> and i thought that was just all really well done again just really entertaining watching that and just having that getting another one of those scenes where it's like you know it's like all this very you, know, you have this mandalorian babe boba fett looking character mixed in with the sand and the jawas it's like mm-hmm. it's like this it's just a really fun melding of all the star wars things that we're all familiar with kind of coming together in a way they they never have before like you know bringing bringing up a Boba Fett, visually Boba Fett character into that whole scenario. But yeah, I thought that was great. And I loved, I also felt like the scene when he finally gets to the top, you know, he gets to the deck and they're (laughs) all there with the guns (laughs) and he gets shot and he has that circuitry thing and then he just goes, and I felt like that was almost, it felt very similar to the scene where R2 gets shot and then has all those Things that then he falls off. Seem very similar to that in some ways, but that was a great, that was a great, great sequence for sure. And again, and and he loses. Yeah. In that moment, he's he's one up by a whole sand crawler full of Jawas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jet thought was great, and and again he kind
0: of gets gets into that give up mode, which I very much don't mind. I plus. Like, yeah, he goes back to his ship and that's like, and you you, you go you like, Yeah, if that was like you're a place that you'd call close to home, and you
1: see it like that, yeah, you're you're yeah, yeah you're you're not gonna feel invincible after that. No. I mean, he has that moment I think where he goes back to the ship and he goes through it all and then he kind of just like sits down, and he's like, Oh man. Like he has that slouch <laughs> kind of like, What am I gonna do? And then there's baby Yoda just looking along, just kind of like checking him out. Like has this kind of you know, like sympathetic look on his face, um, but then he goes back to our uh, not yeah. our not friend, which is interesting, um, and he obviously directs him to you know like hey maybe instead of which i loved i love he's like maybe instead of like just trying to catch them all and kill them we could just Mm -hmm. go and barter with them and that ugna character takes that kind of mentor position i feel like with the mandalorian again Mm -hmm. like okay you tried it your way like now let's go and try to just be reasonable you know yeah they stole your stuff but there's another way to do it (laughs) Mm -hmm. get your stuff back and i love that scene um uh when they when they do get back to the so, jawas that mm-hmm. whole sequence i thought was just brilliant what were your, what were your some of your thoughts on that on that sequence the bartering sequence i guess
0: uh <laughs> it, it was kind of funny how um uh when when he spoke uh Jawas, yeah. like, the jawa's <laughs> language uh <laughs> like they were like oh my god you're terrible yeah uh, i i it was like, it kind of hit me close to home because I used to work in a kitchen. and There's a lot of people that spoke mostly Hispanic. I knew a little bit, and like, and not all of it was uh, correctly pronounced. So yeah, I know, I know, I know how that is. <laughs> I, 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 what, I yeah, love, it was.
1: It was still funny. It was. Um, I love the. Um, I don't know that we've ever. We had Jawas with subtitles. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, it's yeah, the first yeah. time we ever knew what they were saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had a really good sense of humor, I thought, right? It mm-hmm. was like before we just heard the jaw was talking, we could kind of infer what they were talking about by what they were doing. but with, this is the first time we got like subtitles. Mm-hmm. so we got to know exactly what they were saying, which I thought was really cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, any other thoughts on that sequence on the on the bartering sequence? Uh. All I can say, suka. <laughs> I did. I, one thing I did love. I loved the the whole moment. I feel moment. like that's like the only thing in uh, *Jaws* that I know how to say. <laughs> I loved the. Um. I loved the moment where, um, where I just. I like that the Mandalorian has like this edge to him in that mm-hmm. moment where he's he's like. I don't remember what the sequence was, but he shoots his flamethrower right into the crowd yeah. of Jawas mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa. Like like he he lost it right there. Right. Like yeah. he was like he would have torched them. And he, <laughs> and like they missed. And like and I love that dynamic how he's sitting there like the 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 Ugnaught character is just like, like well, all right. whoa whoa. And and he's he's a little bit of a loose cannon. Like, you know, he's he's mm-hmm. not just always even keeled and you know there are times when he is, but like that was just a great, like, moment. Like, he's kind of, like, still kind of a not real, really well-polished character. Kind of almost like a Kylo Ren, like, you know, like, he's kind of through a fit. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just gonna yep. torch you. It's like, whoa. But, yeah, that was great. So, yeah, so, when I was a little confused when they started saying the egg, the egg, and I thought they were referring to the little thing that the Yoda character was in. Oh, no. I feel like they did a style.
0: I, I knew it wasn't the Yoda, um, Character because he wasn't in the egg when they saw him. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, they they, they wanted him first, um, but they're like, oh, the egg. And I was like, oh, he's gonna have to steal an egg. The classic uh, stealing the golden egg, oh. the golden goose kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I though, didn't pick up on that. I didn't pick up on. Oh, so apparently uh, it was more of a a messy uh, rhinoceros. Yeah. Or apparently, it's called a mudhorn.
1: So that creature that was in the cave. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: I thought it was. So it wasn't the same as the creature in Attack of the Clones. Oh no! It's not a reek. It's not a reek. Okay. okay. Interesting. So another example of like, hey, this is not the same thing, but it looks a lot like something you've seen before in Star Wars. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, your thoughts on that? On that whole sequence.
0: Oh, that sequence was kind of intense.
1: Uh, yeah, like,
0: a, like when i when I heard the blast uh, sounds coming from the cave and then all of a sudden, bam, you just see him and then it was like, launched out, launched out with the uh, chest uh, the, with the breastplate just
1: ruined right. It's like, oh, another ah. example of him appearing very vulnerable, by no means invincible. Mm -hmm. and if it wasn't for the fact that the show is called The Mandalorian, we know he's not going to die, but we still look at him, and he's like, he's defeated. Mm -hmm. He's defeated until Baby Yoda, you know, he even, he even, the way that he, I know we're fast-forwarding through all that action, but, like, it really is just, you know, there's that battle with the creature, and then when he finally positions himself and he holds out the dagger, he's ready to die. Mm -hmm. He's kind of like, this isn't going to work, but... I'm holding out this dagger and I'm like, here we go. And he's done. He, th- I think he yep. thinks this is it. And he's hoping maybe by some miracle. And then of course you get right. The big moment, mm-hmm. the Yoda character. Um, I love that the Yoda character was just this bystander through most of the episode, watching, observing, trying to interject himself. And then at the crucial moment when the, when our hero is going to die, we get, yep. Yeah, this is baby. This is truly a Yoda type character. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on that reveal? Oh,
0: man! Again, it was like no, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be as shocking as like the first time we even see this character, You're right? But it's like, wow, he is force sensitive i mean then i was like okay now we can go back and look at him like oh he's trying to heal him
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i love her and uh just like i was like wow and keep in mind this guy this like we've seen kids like lift things with the force like that were small and floating around this is a big giant mud horn. Right. And you can tell that it is really physically wearing a out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the point where it's like, alright, nap time.
1: Yeah, so that's really, it was really Oh, wow. So it appears that that would have been potentially the first time that that creature really truly, like, used the Force in like that to, kind of a way. To yeah, a really uh, large extent.
0: Like, mm-hmm.
1: and, it, and it almost, like, didn't kill him, but like drained him completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was more, that, that one up Yoda lifting the X-Wing out of the out of the Dagobah swamp. That was like mm-hmm. more powerful than that. And, it, you know, so we get that answer because the first thing we're all thinking at the end of episode one is, is this thing force sensitive? And by the end of the next episode,
0: yeah, that's we know. <laughs>
1: 100% verified. And that to me is, raises a whole nother set of questions about, the show and like so, there was this force-sensitive Yoda creature hiding in the background through the entire prequel and sequel, <laughs> prequel and original trilogy. Yeah. That's an interesting reveal, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they tie that back into any of that or not, or tie it into the sequel trilogy, this is I don't know. This 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 had to be something that was going on in the background somewhere before the Return of the Jedi. I mean, unless this character was not known about until after Return of the Jedi, and maybe we'll get that backstory, maybe not. Maybe. Um, But huge, huge deal. I did not expect... I don't know about you, but I personally did not expect the Force...
0: Like, to be played out in The Mandalorian, period. period.
1: Right, much less in a just explicit way with a quote-unquote familiar character. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is... is you know straight star wars it's yoda again using the force i mean basically Mm -hmm. did not expect that you didn't i did i did not expect expect it i thought it was going to be a total just mid, mid mid western bounty hunter story underworld story and we get fully into back into the main lore of the force and star wars and that's pretty exciting very interesting any other thoughts i think the rest of the episode they we just, they just repair on. the ship and yeah, then repair uh, the ship and he flies away and he's kind of yep. there's that moment where you get that we get that tender moment you know that's like is he okay and then yeah. he moves a little bit and sits up and it's like and there's this really subtle bond right that's forming mm-hmm. between these two characters which is really cool which i really really i really like that i like i, like I don't know if we're ever going to hear this thing talk or not but there's clearly, like, communication and bonding. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this acknowledgement, like, hey, you saved my life. Are you okay? Like, which I thought was really cool. It's really interesting.
0: Yeah. Plus, we also get to say goodbye to the Ugna, which, again, yeah. I feel like I don't know if we'll see the character again. Probably not. Really? Um, you don't though, think he'll come back? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. But part of me is hoping so. If he does, then I'll just,
1: I'll, I'll just, like... What plus, about IG11? You think we're gonna get that character back? <coughs> he's sitting there right on your hat. Like he's a yeah, he's, he's a main uh, character in the promotional material. Uh-huh. And yeah. he gets a hole blown through his head in the first episode. And plus he's uh played by uh Taiko Atiti, yeah. He's, yes, he's uh-huh directing episodes and pretty involved in the show. Yes, yeah, so, publicized as being involved as this character. Mm-hmm. I would be really surprised if his if that character never came back. Yeah, same here. But I guess someone would repair him.
0: Mm. Uh and and you have like, that hey he shot. In the head. <laughs>
1: right. Maybe uh, he come maybe he'll turn around and be a nemesis to him. Mm, in the that, show. Would, that that would be very interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so wow. That I'd say that for the first two episodes, um it, it's an interesting, I feel like it's a slow paced mm-hmm. show. It's not overwhelming, not hard to follow, but it just very slowly sets you up and then gives you some really powerful payoff moments, I feel like. It's not as grand in scope or scale as I think it probably will get to be a little bit more later, mm-hmm. um, but I like what we're seeing so far, I would say, for sure. Not quite what I expected, but good. You were, gonna, were you going to say yep. something about the Cadbury egg? about the?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I... Uh... <laughs> I uh, tweeted on uh, Twitter uh, at Boots Fat One. Uh, there was like a um, <clears throat> little Easter egg candy, and it reminded me of the egg that the Mandalorian gets. And I said, "Oh suka," hashtag suka. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently, that's been. Uh, I think that's probably the tweet that's actually hit over fifty
1: on my count. <laughs> so. There um, is something very humorous about that whole sequence. By the way, like, d- like, like, they're thinking, well, we want your, we want your. When uh, like they, they were bartering with him, they're like, we want that Yoda baby, or we want uh, the Beskar, the Beskar steel, and they're like, no, okay, the egg, and you're like, the egg, and then and then initially it looked like they were maybe maybe it was some kind of sacred like object sacred they were going the worship thing, it, and then it's like, and then they, they just eat it, they just eat it, they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is so good, like, and you're like. Jawas, man. Jawas are just so so, you, so funny. So, so like all those parts on that ship probably could have been worth <laughs> more than just. It's day. almost like they did it for like it's like it's like oh no. oh we can so, let's see how get a treat let's how, let's see how bad he wants it. <laughs> I thought that was just, I thought it was brilliant. Like it just showed you like the Jawas are just, they are impulsive, scavenging. You know, just just weaselly characters. Yeah, they're not they're not complex. Mm-hmm. They're not. There's no higher thinking going on. <laughs> they're they're thinking with their you know stomachs and with their you know thinking of cash. Like, and I thought that was just hilarious. Like, and it, it, just that scene is like the last thing we see of the Jawas is they're just like you know like just gluttonously <laughs> sharing all, putting their hands in that gooey mess and just mm, no. Like, i thought that was brilliant i loved it Loved that that the jawas are just for me one of my favorite little side characters you know even just how they put in Mm -hmm. that oh is in there like just those little things that they're so small but like they're so you know it's just and again like i love the fan service i don't Mm -hmm. have a problem with it and i'm glad that they did it that way
0: yeah i i bet that uh next celebration there's Definitely gonna be like a group of Jaw-like
1: <laughs> running around oh, with a big egg, yeah. <laughs> yellow goo all over. Uh, that's great.
0: Oh um, man. Yeah. Yeah, that actually wraps it up for uh, um, Overlook on the uh, Mandalorian episodes, which went on for way longer than expected, but. That's, that is definitely, we do not have a problem with that. We, we just, love it's hard, hard to not,
1: uh, hard to not cover all that territory when you got the first two episodes of live action Star Wars ever. And that was, and especially given what we got, there was just mm-hmm. clearly things to talk about, <laughs> especially with the Yoda character and all that. So.
0: Mm, yep. So, um, there, there was just something I did want to brush up on, like, just quickly, like, overall like just like as fast as I can um I'm actually on the Star uh Disney Plus app right now in the Star Wars section and uh so far they have all the movies uh original well I can't say all the movies but um they do have all the original trilogy and the seat in the prequel trilogy (laughs) sorry um uh, they do have uh, The Force Awakens, and they have Row One. And these movies are all in 4K. Uh, the Last Jedi will be coming around in December.
1: Oh, uh, So they are going
0: release it before Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it's actually going to be after Rise of Skywalker. It's oh, going to really? be on the 26th of December. Oh, interesting. And then Solo, uh, Star Wars Story, will be coming out on... Uh, in uh, June of 2020, mm. uh, this is me. May- I believe I believe this is may- mainly because of their uh, contract with Netflix, because like those two films are still on their streaming service. Oh, they
1: are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not check. So, it's Last Jedi and Solo, you can still watch on Netflix. Yeah, I believe so. That would so. explain it. That would explain it. I wonder. Do you know or have you heard? Are we going? Are they going to once they do get Last Jedi and Solo on their streaming service? Are these movies all going to stay on there indefinitely? Or will I, they sometimes pull pull
0: things off? I think that, I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure if they do have a Star Wars section, pulling the movies out would not, I, I wouldn't see the logic behind it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and plus, like we live in a, uh, a society now that really loves to benchwash
1: the heck out of things. Right. right.
0: And why would you want to interrupt that?
1: Yeah, if someone wants to sit down and just binge watch Star Wars movies on your streaming service. Why mm-hmm. interrupt it? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's any any thought to. I mean, I, I gotta believe that the revenue potential of putting all these movies on Disney Plus and having people subscribe would far outweigh the potential to make money from selling the movies, you know, on disc or mm-hmm. whatever. um I will say about the 4K playback. I did briefly like playback about maybe the first 10 minutes of a new hope. Okay. and It looked amazing. So if you have a 4K television and you play this back on Disney plus and 4K, it looks fantastic. And, and all the playback on Disney plus looks really good from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but that streaming of a new hope, like the detail uh, that was visible, um, when I was watching that, was uh, in my view, just in my initial impression, really a clear step up from Blu-ray.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I thought.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely looked good. Haven't watched any of the movies all the way through, but from what I saw, looked pretty amazing. Okay. Yeah i
0: I have not seen any of the Star Wars movies yet in uh on in this uh, way of uh, viewing them um and it might take me a while to get to that point because i'm i'm a very uh nostalgic guy i like to put discs in and uh and also from time to time vhs's just to kind of get a nostalgic uh uh little
1: jolt of nostalgia mm-hmm. load up the screen or load. Up, oh yeah, yeah. The,
0: the anticipation of like you're heading into an adventure when you're put on a movie and I, I feel like some that's somewhat lost with the uh, streaming because like you get right there, like they just throw the movie right at you. Yeah. Um, which sometimes that work that's for the best, but I, I don't know. I feel like I've, it'll take me a couple months before I can get around to it. Um, or if uh, or if I have like a. Uh, person that wants to watch the all the Star Wars movies all the way through. I would probably uh, use this as my prime uh, way of doing that mm-hmm. and what okay, and the series that they have on the Disney plus is uh, obviously the Mandalorian as we were gushing about um, the Clone Wars uh, seasons. Uh, uh, one through six, uh, set with seven coming out in uh, uh, February. Uh, all The complete series of Star Wars Rebels. And uh, the first uh, season of Star Wars Resistance. And a bunch of uh, Lego uh, uh, Lego Star Wars series, uh, such as Freemakers, Droid Tales, and All-Stars. And then, plus, they have a bunch of other shorts from... Uh, Forces of Destiny and uh, a new one called uh, Blitz. I, yeah, okay. I think I've That's seen a... those
1: on YouTube before.
0: Are they like the like, like less than a minute? They're short? Very, very
1: short. yeah, a little, just like kind of like you know. Hmm. Okay. You know, I think I saw a few of them in the past. Yeah, I, I definitely will probably need to check that out. I was kind of surprised that they didn't. They haven't um, transitioned Resistance over to just release season two episodes. Here. Like like bi bi weekly like the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, that would
0: so right now the only
1: way to watch resistance season.
0: Oh, okay. Well that's a, a good way to tell us to hurry up with the show. Alrighty. So um but yeah I yeah I think that the uh <clears throat> I, I think they wanna try to squeeze out uh resistance season two like on T V as much as possible before before uh, sending that to Disney Plus, then I guess it gives uh, Disney Plus new material to come out with, like with uh, a certain time. So, yep. Yeah. All right, we're being kicked out of the library. All righty. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, that will be all. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we are we actually record our episodes in a quiet room in a library, so uh, we do have like somewhat of a time restraint uh, depending on what time we come in. But yep, that will be all. That'll be it for us for today. Uh, th- thanks again for uh, listening to the Trench Run Report, and as always, um, thank you for uh, following us on Twitter, which we you can do that at Trench Run Report, and um, and we also have a Facebook book page and Instagram. So. Uh, right. Any any anything else, Aaron? No,
1: I'm just excited to be doing this kind of uh, thing at this time in history with Star Wars. I think it's just it's just fun to have something to talk about, and hopefully some people can tune in and enjoy the conversation and participate. Um, plenty of Star Wars to talk about. I think I, the 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 build up to this is great. Um, it's exciting to have this platform to kind of add to the conversation. So. Thanks for listening, and we'll we'll be talking more Mandalorian as soon as we see some. Alrighty, awesome.
0: Alright, uh, th- thanks again, and uh, may the force be with you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.